Hi, I'm Dan from Desert Island Dicks. This episode we have Bobby Mayer and he's funny, so you should listen. And then you should also look him up and uh, see him being funny in other contexts because uh, that's kind of what he does as a comedian. Um, what am I going to say here? Well, probably just the usual thing of, uh, you know, it's really great if you can subscribe to the podcast. Um, thank you to those of you who have. Thank you to those of you who have left a review. That's really nice if you do that. And, you know, it's boring, isn't it, saying this all the time because I know that all podcast people say it and the reason is because because of things like charts and stuff like that you end up inextricably linked in a weird sort of competition with each other not really with each other but when you're all jostling for position it makes a big difference so it's a really nice way of supporting us you know we don't have a patron or anything like that or patreon I don't know how to say it. Patreon? We don't have one anyway. Um, so it's useful, instead of paying us any money, if you could just uh, leave us a review and a rating, that would be lovely. I think that's all I'm going to say here. So let's just get on with the podcast, shall we? Here it is then. It's Desert Island Dicks with Bobby Mayer. Hi, I'm Dan Benedictus and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to our guest and here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian Bobby Mayer. How you doing? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. It's, uh, yeah, ready to get stuck into some dicks, I think. I think I have a good <laughs> sense of what would be my worst time on an island. Okay, good, good. And I mean, in general, are you someone who sort of finds it easy to, are you a ranty person? So I'm someone who goes for me, like, I feel like I don't have a good middle ground. Like I go from like having a really nice, normal time to just getting quite angry. Mm. I definitely like kind of just avoid people who make me angry. But this is the opposite. Yeah. I'll be surrounded by people <laughs> and things that make me very unhappy. Well, um, let's let's get stuck into it then. Uh, let's. Who's going to be your first choice uh, joining you on the island? Okay, so my plane's crashed. I'm assuming I'm uninjured. Yeah. I think the first person who's probably near me is Pierce Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Solid choice. Now, it's not that like I don't think Pierce Morgan is the worst person. It's more how he's going to interact with my other choices. But he is one of the worst people in that he's very opinionated. Yeah. I do disagree with most of his opinions. It's more, you don't want to be trapped on an island with someone who constantly is telling you what they think and what they think you should do and how they think. And I feel like he'd be quite bossy. Like I would just be told what to do all the time. Yeah. I don't react well to authority. And I feel like he'd really try to assert himself as an authority figure. Yeah. And I think also someone, he's probably someone who sort of really gets a kick out of just sort of, being a pain in the ass doesn't like he wouldn't kind of think okay we're all equal now let's just muck in and get on with it he'd he'd love to just keep stirring shit i think he'd just come up with a nickname for you like like calling you a fucking loser or something and then he'd say mm. it all the time and laugh to himself he's definitely someone who can laugh at his own jokes which i i don't think i could handle for a long period of time yeah a previous guest dom jolly said he was actually on a plane with him going somewhere 
And Piers Morgan turned to him, right, right, the plane goes down now. Which one of us is going to make the front page? Like, And there's such an insight into how he thinks. It's like, he's going, which one of us is the more famous man? Yes. And there's no fame on an island. You're just on an island. But that's it. I think for most of us, we'd be like, okay, we're equal now. But I think with him, he would still be the more famous, important person, even if you were on an island. Yeah. Because he's someone who kind of clearly enjoys just winding up people on purpose like oh you're you're a young man you're probably a snowflake uh i'm gonna say some shit to get on your nerves you know even when it's like you don't need to do that but that's his little sport isn't it yeah it's not helpful we're trying to survive on an island and he's just gonna keep trying to assert his ego and like energy into every interaction and i think it would just be draining yeah and he's pretty old let's not like He's not old, but he must be pushing 50 at least. Oh, I think at least. He's not going to be the most agile man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in some ways, it would be useful having someone on the island that you want to kill quite quickly because it's just one less mouth to feed. You can potentially eat them. But it would be nicer if you've got an extra pair of hands rather than, you know, that could help you. That's That's like a month's food, which is good if you're starving. I think I could eat Pierce for a month, but it's not enough that it's worth having him around. I agree. Well, it is a solid start to uh, your island. Um, who's going to be joining you? Who's your second choice? My second choice is Owen Jones. Okay, so he's very much like the anti-Piers Morgan. Now, it's not that I, I... I agree with a lot of what Owen Jones says. Sometimes I don't agree with him. But again, quite preachy. You know, it seems like the media is just filled with people these days... It's it, it just like everyone has such strong opinions. And I think my worst nightmare would, they would just argue every day, all day. It's not Owen Jones. It's more the combination of Owen Jones and Pierce Morgan in the same place together for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. Listening to them talk about where they think, you know, Owen Jones would think we should just eat macadamia nuts and leave the animals alone. Whereas Pierce would want to kill like every elk and wear it as a hat. <laughs> and you just have to navigate these situations where both of them are annoying, but both of them, like, won't stop trying to be right. Oh, yeah. There's no chance that they're not going to just be at each other the whole time. Like, I mean, it's just very tiring for any of that, any person who's constantly on the, on the, their soapbox that much. Yeah, they don't really offer. It doesn't seem like they offer much. Even they're not like, this is how the world should be. They're just like, this is what's wrong. Hmm. And uh, I really feel like you don't need criticism on an island. Yeah. I don't need a running commentary on what I'm doing wrong. I just need someone to help me build my cabin. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I just imagine a scenario where you kind of go, okay, guys, I'm going to go and look on the other side of the island for firewood or like animals to kill or something like that. They'd start arguing when you left and you'd come back from your expedition two days later, dragging like a pig through the sand and they're still just on that point about sort of, well, you you want to turn the UK into Venezuela. And, that's and it's like, we're not in the UK anymore, please. We are on this <laughs> island now, please. Both of your dreams for a utopia are not going to come true. <laughs> we just need to get through this. Mm. I mean, in fact, you know, you've got a chance at starting a utopia from scratch, but it's not going to be possible because you've got both of them on it. So, yeah. you know. I mean, and also Owen again. Owen, I don't, he's not a big guy. There's not much to eat if I wanted to kill and eat him. So, uh, you know, those two together would just, I think that would be just so painful. Like they, 
there, there's nothing I don't think that I couldn't do that they would be able to do. Yeah. I feel like it'd be like having two people who'd gone through a very bad divorce with each other, but then adding politics into it as well. Yes. You know? <laughs> okay. Well, this is a volatile island already. Like, who's going to be the final, the final person added into the mix? My third person is probably... Uh, I... Now, again, this is Prit Patel, and only because I think within days, Prit Patel and Pierce Morgan would be fucking, <laughs> and I would have to watch and listen to Pierce Morgan fuck Prit Patel while arguing with Owen Jones. Yeah, cause so she's going to, they're both going to, I don't use the phrase double team, but they're going to gang up on Owen Jones. He's going to dig his heels in even more to argue against them. Yeah, and also... You know, that if anyone new and helpful comes to the island, Prit doesn't want them there. You know, she's not, there is no, we know her stance on immigration. She's not going to yeah. let anybody, if we meet, we meet some new people and we think, oh, maybe we could form a collective with these people, you know, pool our resources. She's going to say, kill these people, steal what they have. Yeah. Even if they point out that she's an immigrant to this island, like, we know that logic doesn't work with her. No. I think... With her, it's just the sense of how much she enjoys being a baddie. In in politics, like, the politicians aren't supposed to be the smartest people. They're just supposed to be the people who are, like, the best mascots for the ideology of their party. <laughs> and it's like, maybe the best mascot for your party isn't someone that smiles when they say awful things. <laughs> I don't know, given some of the policies she pushes through, it seems kind of on the money, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think also Piers is going to be just rubbing himself with glee. Just He's going to be so happy that she's there. He's going to be sucking up to her. She's basically, he's going to be her puppet within days. Yeah, I, like yeah. she would be in charge. There's no way I could assert my will and beat her. Oh, man, that's a heady combination, isn't it? And you'd feel like you'd almost end up siding with Owen because he's sort of on his own. It, he would just, he, he'd be whiny. So the only person on my team would just be this whiny man. And that's worse. It's what, I don't know if you've ever, I, I'd always rather be alone than hang out with like an acquaintance that I don't really like. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and that that's actually, I think a worse hell is like, it's not that I'd hate Owen Jones. It's that I'd find him annoying, but kind, but like, but understand where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. But like, Hating someone is so much easier than kind of liking someone, but being bored. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you've picked a good selection of people in that. I mean, it's already a pretty painful place to spend a lot of time. Okay. Now, mercifully, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favorite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? Um, the first is onions. I've seen people in my life eat an onion, and it's not often, but there are people who just eat an onion, and it's the, like, the flavor of onions makes me gag, and the idea of just, listen, you can survive, you're with Prit Patel, Pierce Morgan, Owen Jones for the rest of your life, but the only thing you get to eat is onions makes mm. me feel so much pain that I'd never get joy from food. Yeah. I mean, it would probably just warp your taste buds after a while. About about if you did manage to catch a fish or something, it would just taste all wrong. Like your taste buds would probably just be battered into submission and everything would just taste weird from then on. 
there's no protein or fat, so you'd only live a few months, mm. maybe even not even that. You know, it would extend your life. You wouldn't just starve. Yeah. The thing is, you'd have enough energy to hunt, but maybe not enough energy to actually make the kill. Yeah. The onions would give you hope. So you think, okay, <laughs> I feel good. I've made this spear. I think it's a spear. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm going to go hunting. And you'd go hunting, but you wouldn't have enough energy to actually catch up with the animal and, and throw the spear. Yeah. And you'd just watch yeah. like, a, you know, a little deer run away into the forest. <laughs> I'm going to starve. Just plodding back along the beach, crestfallen. Owen Jones is like, oh, come on, Bobby, cheer up, mate. Um, Piers is cooking onions for dinner. Oh, fucking Please, <laughs> not again, yeah. I can imagine Piers Morgan really digging in his heels just to be sort of contrary, like seeing you struggling to eat an onion and just going, what, you don't like onions? Oh, for God's sake, you don't know you're born. Look, there's plenty of onions. It's, it's good for you. You know, cheerily, like crunching on an onion just to show that it was fine. I feel like he wouldn't shut his mouth when he chews either. Oh, no. You'd see the whole yeah. onion the whole time. Frothy onion juice at the corner of his mouth. Okay, well, what would you try and wash it down with then? Uh, I think the worst thing I can think to wash it down with, like, this is my hell. So I I don't even drink anymore because I, I was just like a bat. I'd always black out when I mm. drank. But even when I drank, I hated tequila. Like, I mm. just found it like... I know some people find it exciting to do a shot of tequila, but like I just always like I couldn't handle it. And my I think my worst being trapped with onions and tequila <laughs> until I am dead is my own personal hell. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking recently that I wonder if, if part of like the appeal of tequila is like tequila sounds like it's quite a cool name. And, you know, it's from Mexico and it's kind of like a bit rock and roll and a bit sort of like exotic. And I can't help thinking if it was like made in like, I don't know, like Hungary and it was called like Plafts or something like that, people wouldn't like it. It has nothing. It's so disgusting. But they've mm. marketed it as, hey, this is so disgusting that if you drink it, that's pretty cool, which yeah. is amazing. Like you've really <laughs> just made an awful alcohol that everyone like no one really likes like with the it's like kind of when people like fetishize like really hot peppers like they're really excited by like eating spicy food with tequila somehow has fitted itself into that bracket of like mm. hey this is awful but if you drink it you're fucking cool yeah 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 it's like give me a tequila do you want the salt and the lemon it's like no i don't even need it man you hear me like a really shit bar and you know you're in trouble when, like, it's someone's birthday, bring around a tray of shots, and the bar just gives you sachets of salt. They don't even give you a salt shaker. Then you know that it's going to be the worst shot you can possibly have. You know, and maybe in a plastic shot glass as well, because they know what you're like when you've had a tequila. Well, now they blame COVID. They'd be like, we can only give sachets of salt because of, te- because of COVID. <laughs> but it's like, no, you're just, you're just too cheap to have a salt shaker. Yeah. It's awful. Like... No one ever says it's delicious. Nobody likes it. Yeah, and tequila on a hot island, and that's all you've got. And to be honest, with given your company, you'd probably try and power through it a bit just to sort of black out a bit. But I mean, you definitely would want to, to to soothe yourself somehow. But I do feel like a drunk, starving Pierce Morgan would end up hunting Owen. Oh yeah, definitely. And it would have to. I'd have <laughs> to choose Team Owen, but I would still be like, yes, I am on this team, but. Oh, 
I think Owen would just be, but he'd just say uh, from the beginning, he's like, no, I'm a pacifist. If you want to kill me, and then he'd sort of offer no resistance and a sort of like, I'm, I'm going to become a martyr and let Piers Morgan slowly bludgeon me to death with his tie. Yeah. Okay. Well, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? The song... So I didn't pick the song. It's not necessarily my least favourite song ever. I, 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 In some contexts, I kind of like the song. But in the context of starving... While eating onions, drinking tequila, being surrounded by Pierce Morgan, Britt Patel, and Owen Jones. I think the worst song, I was trying to think, what is the worst song I can imagine watching Pritt Patel and Pierce Morgan have sex to? <laughs> and I think it, it would, Don't You by the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? And I really feel like Pritt would just be on top of Pierce. And like turn and look at me and sing the lyrics with and wink or something. <laughs> God. And that image, like I couldn't get that image out. So that was why I chose. Yeah. Piers emerging from a bush, sort of glistening slightly, just humming it after the act. Yeah, it's um it's one of those songs where like you get used to it and then you're like I don't know. I always just find it really weird now when I hear it. It's like like some person from a freak show. You'd be like, "Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me?" It's like I, I don't know. I mean, you've got you've got a beard and horns. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure. I want my girlfriend to be like that. I don't know. But I, you know, you do you. And at some point, yeah, at some point, freak was just a slur. Mm. It was just some kind of a slur for like these people who were, I guess, and and then it it crossed over into people being like, "I'm a freak," and then real freaks were like. <laughs> I'm actually a freak, sir. I have <laughs> elephantitis. Stop <laughs> say you are not a freak. Your family will allow you in their home. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just, you know, used to wear a t-shirt that said 99% angel, 1%, who knows. I used to uh, I used to live with a guy and whenever uh, he wouldn't clean the house, I had this hat cuz I'd done a comedy tour. I'd done a comedy tour and uh the guy I was doing the show, it was like a like dark comedy was how we build it. And the guy I was doing the show with, his mom got us hats made. And she was quite old and aloof. And the hat said, nasty boys. <laughs> and uh, and then so when I lived with my best friend, Dylan, uh, whenever he wouldn't clean to punish him, I would clean the house naked while wearing the nasty boys hat. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a very good technique. I mean, if you could bring that to the island, it'd be quite useful. But I think it would get appropriated by Piers when he's doing his doing the dirty with Pretty Patel. Oh yes, often and a lot. <laughs> yeah, the Pussycat Dolls are just like I don't really I I sort of know that song and that's about it. But it does, it does seem like it's one of those things that permeated culture enough that you'd see it in on like documentaries and stuff. And it's like, why is why is this? Has everyone forgotten what this song is about? No one wants to be with someone who's like, I am going to steal your boyfriend. It, it, it's like, you are not a trustworthy person. <laughs> yeah, like, let me leave my girlfriend for the person that's constantly trying to get with people, you know, people within a relationship. Like, that's going to end well. Yeah. Like, listen, yeah. let's just do what everyone does in their 30s. Let's go to therapy and unpack this. <laughs> You know, the persona in that song after a few years of therapy would just be like, I really miss my dad. 
Thank you. <laughs> I wish he gave me as much attention as he did his new wife, but he didn't. And you know what? That's on him. I'm okay in who I am. <laughs> that would be the new, their new, the new hit song of that, that, that. But I didn't even, the thing is, I didn't, I just knew that song. I didn't even know who the Pussycat Dolls were really because I didn't grow up here. So I had to like Google who, the, who sang that song. But that song, when I just imagined just like, I don't know, I, I was, I don't know what's worth Pierce on top of Prit or Prit on top. I think Prit on top is worse. I think she'd have to be because it's like she needs to be the powerful one. Yeah. And I just, the idea of just, just like walking up to a clearing and finding them and that song playing, like, just made me feel sick so i thought yeah that's that's my that would be bad for me i kind of think that maybe it would become such a power struggle thing that she'd just sort of try more and more extreme things with him until in the end like she's just absolutely broken peers he's just crying after being pegged a bit too hard that one time you know and just like almost starts almost starts becoming left wing because he just can't handle it anymore it's just too what he's seen is too bleak and it's changed him well maybe there's a chance though that she would convince him she likes to choke men mm-hmm. and then she would choke him but then he'd be quite weak from starving and only eating onions that she could then kill Pierce, and then we have mm. quite a lot of food. Yeah, yeah. She might turn on him, because he would be by far the largest person there, and that, that'd be mm. a, a decent source of meat. Yeah. I think, you know, Piers will be annoying, but I mean, you have to watch him in the sense that like, he's going to try and turn everyone against you and become king, but when Pretty's there, she's the one you got to watch, I think. She's going to be like, she's the one planning shit but i mean all to that soundtrack as well i like it when the, you know people pick soundtracks like this because it's like something like poppy playing in the background as just awful things unfold it's just a bit more <laughs> bleak somehow i like the contrast yeah yeah okay and what would your film choice be um my film choice is a very personal choice and i don't have that many like strong films i can remember hating but i hate the movie now you see me Okay, so for people who haven't seen it, what's, what's, give us a bit of a synopsis. What's it about? There's a group of magicians, and then they're enlisted to do, like, real-life tricks. And it seems like there is actual magic happening, and they're a very famous group of magicians who are doing magic, but also, like, kind of... I think... I can't remember. I think they're, like, preventing... Like there's some kind of like, uh, I don't know. Now that I, you ask, I just remember the feeling the movie gave me was rage. Yeah. After two hours of watching these, they uh, the first 20 minutes is great. That's why it's so angering. The first 20 minutes, they give you this window and like these magicians are can do this crazy magic, but are they actually magic? I'm like, oh, this is interesting. But then it just descends and it, it twists and, and Mark Ruffalo ends up being this like super magician who is actually magic and lives in like some kind of a like cloaked I don't know he's been like in hiding forever and he was like this famous magician and it the ending was so unsatisfactory that I I it made I was just full of rage and no movie has ever made me as angry as that movie cuz the the yeah. first 20 minutes the, the trailer were so I was just so tricked that I went in with such high expectations. And then while these magicians also like fight crime or whatever they're doing, I just, it made me so unhappy. And again, 
I think that it's a good metaphor. My experience with the film is a good metaphor for being on the island because the idea of being an island, a tropical island, is quite exciting. But then I get there, and it's Pripatel, Pierce Morgan, Owen Jones, onions, tequila, don't you? And my initial excitement, like I had with Now You See Me, is just like destroyed. And the longer I'm there, the worse it gets. And that mo- only having that movie would be hell. Yeah, I think I watched like bits of it on a plane once. And my memory is a bit sketchy. And I had a look at the trailer again. And there's one bit, one of the characters is like, he does something like, I don't know, like he's been arrested and he's in handcuffs and he does something. And then suddenly like the policeman's in the handcuffs and he's like, first rule of magic, always be the smartest person in the room. And you know, I don't think that, that's not the first rule of magic. I mean, the first rule of magic's like, don't tell anyone the secrets because they'll realize it's really boring or like, you know, learn to divert someone's attention so you can stick a card in their pocket. How could it be, be the smartest person in the room? Because, you know, you just, you, you'd have to check everyone in the audience. It doesn't work. It's not, it's not a good catchphrase. You know? yeah, also, if someone walks in and they look smarter, than, like they're, they have a monocle or something that really, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 I don't do tricks to the monocle people. You must leave. I think I was at a wedding or something and they'd hired a magician and like this guy came up to me and was like, hey, hey guys, uh, how you doing? Uh, I'm Brett, I'm a close-up magician. Like, would you like to see some tricks? And it's like, no, I don't want to be rude, but like, I, I mean, you've been paid, so you shouldn't care. I don't want to, is this going to offend you? It's just, I haven't seen this guy for ages and I'm ha- I'm, I haven't got any of my kids. I've got a drink. I kind of want to just catch up. Is that all right? You know, and it's like, just fuck off. Like, just go away, magician. Yeah, I went to, I went to college with a magician and, uh, this magician would like do tricks and say, oh, if I, if you can't guess, if I guess your card, you have to kiss me on the cheek. And then he, uh, the girl would be like, okay. Mm. And then they obviously guess the card and then they'd go to kiss my cheek and he'd turn in and try to kiss them on the lips. And it was like, please. Oh man. If I can guess your card, you have to let me tip this in your drink. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like where do you end? The, fir- the first day I met him, I, I was like the beginning of college and I just like didn't know anyone. I went and sat on his room because I had like met him in the hallway and he's like, I'm a magician. I was like, okay. Um, and then he just started telling me how big his dick was and showed me the condoms he uses. Oh my God. And I was just like, oh, cool. I'm going to go. But I was just like, it's that first week of college where like, I just, you don't feel confident in yourself to say like, you're a loser. What are you doing? That is insane. Like I was going to just be like, yeah, well, wow, that's a good dick. Good job. <laughs> and you can do magic tricks. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're a perfect man to me, actually. This is my perfect alpha. <laughs> that's incredible. Okay. So, well, now you see me uh, is your film choice. Now, finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? Um, I said a tiger because... I don't want to be eaten by a tiger. It was really quite a, just like an instinctual, like the worst thing to be near. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've seen the life of Pi, you know, he managed to make it work for him, but that was on a boat. I mean, on an island when it's overrun with tigers. Yeah. You're not going to live long. No. And there's always the dilemma of you're like, oh, there's a tiger coming up behind Pretty Patel. 
Oh, Piers Morgan, I don't know, do we do we tell them? Like, do we not? It's like, I probably should tell them. And then later you're like, God, I wish I didn't tell you about the fucking tiger. When Piers is going to go, yeah, I saw it. I was just letting it get closer so I could punch it in the face. But all the, the problem is also if you let the tigers, the tigers then, by killing them, would get a real taste for human meat. Mm. So I think I'm more likely to die if the tigers eat them. Yeah. There's just nothing you can do. At least if it's like snakes, you could find a way of kind of avoiding them or like making a barrier somehow. It's also easy to kill a snake. Yeah. Then you just have a food source. Snakes, snakes would not nearly be the worst, but like tigers, you could kill maybe one of their babies. Like, but that's about (laughs) it. And I think they can swim as well. So you couldn't even just get in the water every time you saw one. A rock like thirty meters from shore, and just the the army of tigers starts swimming towards your rock, and you're like, "I really, this is a bad day." <laughs> it's like you know, some animals are like that. You're like like bears, and they can like run fast and swim and climb trees, and you're like, "Oh fucking hell!" And you're you know the size of a Volvo. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, you've got too many skills. You know, it's like you know, like all superheroes, they have all the skills. You got to have some flaws. Like, what's your flaw? Well, like you're too good at this. They're not good at hugging. Maybe they don't know how to <laughs> react to a hug. <laughs> they just they just freeze. You know, some people they don't like being. You know, some people like even they they like you and they'll hug you, but when they hug, they don't know what to do with their hands. Maybe that's a bear's. That's what a bear does, and that's your moment yeah. to escape. You just hug the bear, and they kind of freeze for a second, and then you run away. Yeah, kick it in the balls and run. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I think, yeah, Tigers is definitely a good choice. So, um, well, you know, I think you have done a, a superb job of making a really shitty island. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm there in my head, and it's... I'll be dead within weeks. Yeah. And it'll be a horrible couple weeks, where by yeah. the time I'm being eat- my legs are being eaten, I'll think, well, this is okay. <laughs> cool okay well bobby thank you so much for joining us today listen where's where's the best place for uh people to keep up to date with what you're up to at the minute you've got a tour i'm going on tour in the spring uh spring 2022 um and if you want to buy tickets to my tour you should uh go to bobbymare.net and if you want to just follow my uh comedy in any <laughs> my comedy follow my comedy you can um any social media you know Bobby Mayer. Cool. Thanks again for coming on Desert Island Dicks today, mate. It's been a pleasure. Oh, thanks so much for having me. So there you go. That was Bobby Mayer on Desert Island Dicks here today. I don't know why I said today. I mean, it's it's a podcast. It lives forever. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that very much. Why am I talking like this? Because I'm looking for a list that I made. Uh, it's the bit of writing that says Desert Island Dicks is a sync clap production created by James Deacon, produced and presented by me, Dan Benedictus, edited by Chris Attaway, social media support from Jason Leach and Chinsey Clinton, and a special mention as always goes to Grandmapster Flash for statistics and John Deacon for just being an absolute legend and show historian that's it, that was the episode I hope you enjoyed it, I think I said that already, I really should write this down because I'm not really good at freestyling yeah, let's just leave it there shall we, thanks, bye